Welcome back to Hospitality Queens. I'm Erin. What up? I'm Whitney. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome, and thank welcome. you for listening. Um, and thank you for all the love and support, you guys. We really appreciate you guys. Um, definitely check us out on Hospitality Queens on Instagram. It's hospitality underscore queens. We would love to connect with you guys. If you have any small businesses in the area or want us to travel to your city, you know, we down or whatever. The summer is coming. So hit us up. Uh, we would love to know where you live. Down for it. How's it going today? Yes. <laughs> it's going great and definitely online. Um, if you have anything that you want us to try, obviously tag us or use our hashtag HQS community. So you can tag us in a story or anything you want us to see because um, we follow that hashtag. So um, definitely use that on Instagram so we can see what's up. Um, but yeah, today is awesome. I'm off on Monday. So it's like, this is my Sunday, kind of, pretty much. Awesome. So that. a good day like that. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I feel like we did a lot today. I'm usually inside a lot, but um, we went to the mall. I don't go, we don't, we don't have good malls here. Number one. We don't have good malls. So I never go, I always shop online. And I honestly think this is the first time I ever took Jonah in the mall, ever. So he had a blast. <laughs> he was like, what is this? All these stores, culture shock. So that was um, fun. So I like, you know, what, what was I looking for? Oh, I went to Sephora. Okay, so we have a Sephora in our Penny, And I don't wear makeup like that. So I don't know that the Sephora and JCPenney is not good, did not know. The Fenty thing was like, they had no products, like nothing was in stock, like it was horrible. So she was like, yeah, we're the last to get anything new. So yeah, we don't have anything, but the customer service was not good. She, I guess, you know, I guess Sephora has a thing where they could do your foundation match where they had a machine, she was explaining to me. So they can't do that because of COVID, understandable. So. I'm asking her about the product that I was looking for and she said they didn't have it cool but she said that um you could match it from one of the shades and I already had I already told her that I don't wear makeup like that I don't even know what shade I wear but she didn't even like say oh well let me try to still find your match we can I can still help you like we have lights like you're still a trained support worker she just kept doing what she was doing so I was gonna leave but I'm like no I'm gonna ask her like can you help me and she seemed like ugh, and like flustered of like how she was gonna help me find my shade I'm like why is this even a thing like you work in a makeup store how did you do it before this fancy thing like I'm I'm sure you guys did it before you had this machine thing right I don't know I don't know so lo and behold the first thing and I feel like what I've read about Fenty is that a lot of her products are really blendable and like buildable and stuff so the first one she put on matched perfect I'm like well how easy was that man like all you had to do was use your 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 brain to help me like that's what you're here for I could have just came into the store without you and had a kiosk you that was interesting but yeah the customer service shopping the customer service shopping was not that good. Every store, even when I went into JCPenney, 
the lady, the counter lady just looked, looked me up and down, like in my eye, didn't say hello, nothing. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Anywhere we went in H&M, no, it was just no customer service. And I have a retail background. So I know like you got to greet your customers when they come in the store. Like I know what the fuck it is. And it was none of that. The only store that I went into, fuck, I wish I had the bag. That I went into that had good customer service was a local store, black owned business. Okay. Yes. It's called the Charlie O store. So they have all this like Charleston stuff and it's so cute in there like I got Jonah a little shirt and I thought it was in a different mall um than this one so I was really excited she was super engaging from the time we came in like super helpful so um I'm gonna shop there a lot more I wish I had the bag next to me but I'm gonna do like a little reel or a video like highlighting them because she was so cool they have this thing where you can like customize your shirts to match shoes match all this stuff that, that you know whatever you want they have all these really cool, they have this candle. So I don't know if you, you've had this in, well, you grew up in Memphis and Texas, but it's called a chili bear. Have you heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. No. So a chili, a chili bear is kind of like, kind of like Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, frozen Kool-Aid, right? And you, it's in like a white sour cup and you go to the candy lady the corner store in your neighborhood like she had the house and she sold candy and all that but she sold she sold chili bears this is a huge thing in Charleston so you eat it with a spoon kind of like a, a Italian ice the black version of Italian ice like nice. that. so you like dig into okay. it whatever yeah that, that's what it is so it's called a chili bear so that's what we grew up on here in Charleston and they have they have chili bear candles fire oh. so like when I saw that, I'm like, this is fucking genius. A chili bear candle and it's in, it looks like a white styrofoam cup, fucking genius. And it's like, the way it's in the candle, it's like off to the side, like how a real, a real chili bear would look like. I'm like, this is amazing. Then I got this, it looks like a pink one and it smells mm -hmm. delicious. I cannot wait to just have it out. Yeah. Cause it's like a type of candle where you don't even need to burn it. It just smells good, so. Shout love that that's exciting to the charlie o store yeah so i had a good time in there super nice but yeah we did the whole thing got jane of cookies and all that shit so we had a really good day oh man that sounds awesome i love that how was your monday how was you your know, monday monday um mondays are mondays always busy 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 um but very productive day um so ready for a great week that's for sure yes i saw a thing today and i was going to repost it i think it said you or you have the choice to make this week an amazing week or something like to that effect and i was like you know what this is right you're right yeah it's called the original charlie leo company that's the name of the store. But yeah, I got to so get you guys go check them out if y'all are in Charleston. Check it yes. out. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Um, I haven't been to the mall. Actually, yeah, I went to the mall like a couple months ago. Nothing crazy. Um, malls are just not the same anymore. But 
it was funny because I had a fashion over fell and I ended up going to the mall to fix the fell and I ended up finding mad gems in the mall. So I was mad. Mm-hmm. I think I went during the week, which probably mm-hmm. was the best decision ever. Um, but I ended up finding a lot of gems and it made me realize like how I had a fail with Fashion Nova that I could just like, unless I'm looking for something particular and I have some wiggle room, just go ahead and try them all first and then go to, to Fashion Nova because I ended up finding everything I needed in the mall instead of Fashion Nova. And so now I'm kind of boycotting Fashion Nova a little bit just because of the little hiccup it just really annoyed the shit out of me and it was much an inconvenience um but I'm finding that I'm finding okay yeah. what I was looking for literally what I go to Fashion Nova for is like mostly pants like they have pants that fit my body type really really well so I like to go there for pants but um I found um some Levi's that finally fit me like I have a love hate for Levi's I don't know about anybody out there but is certain ones that just don't do it but I like how they look on other they just have a lot of different styles they do and it's like I love yeah they have a million styles that's the they thing. do they just have a they million. do you have to literally try mm-hmm. everyone because I remember I've I feel like I every time I go to like a Macy's I'm trying and they and I go to different ones I just I love how they look on others I'm like I want some and so I finally found one y'all now I'm like I'm like can I get this in every color can I get this? I'm one? surprised y'all don't have a Levi <laughs> in every color. A Levi store or like an outlet. You have like a Levi store? Probably so. I just haven't looked at it. Might. Um, Macy's just is my go-to because it's mad yeah. like hella close. Like Macy's is literally less than 10 minutes away from me, y'all. It's 10. Yeah. It's a little easy. But um I since I found finally found something that I like, now I'm more like open to like really diving into figuring out like my cut so I ended up going I got some stuff Macy's Macy's I got like mad shorts from Macy's and actually I was really impressed on mm-hmm. from Macy's and then I got some from American Eagle which I haven't shopped in American Eagle since mm-hmm. like a size five that was a long time ago um but I was sleep on mm-hmm. I liked it back then but I was smaller and so just a natural thing I'm like uh I'm getting bigger and I just find that it's really hard to find things I like, but they have a curvy section now and I loved it. I got some mm-hmm. there. They have a curvy section actually. Um, so, um, American Eagle. Yeah. Back. I thought I told you about American Eagle. Um, I feel I like we talked about, about it, but I was still kind of like, like but I'm back in. So. Yeah. I am actually wearing American Eagle jeans. Yeah. I'm wearing American Eagle jeans right now. Um, I, American Eagle has always been like a thing. I have like American Eagle jeans from high school still. My best friend, Megan, her older sister was a buyer for American Eagle. And that's where my like love for fashion began. Cause I'm like, you can be a buyer. What is that? So she would like come down and like tell us about it. And she would bring us samples. So I used to get, well, my friend, Megan, she used to, her sister would bring her all these sample sizes, clothes from American Eagle. So we get all these free clothes from American Eagle and she'd share it with me. And that's how I, how I started styling. I would style her because she was my friend that had all nice. the, the closet and all the stuff that I didn't have. So I would make up all these outfits for her literally all the way up until she graduated college. Every year I would go and organize her closet and we'd pick out outfits for her to make it easier so she would not have to like think of an outfit before class. So that's awesome. I've been doing this shit for a long time. But it started with American Eagle. And we... Um, 
I'm like doing this home studio and the shit's like coming down and it's scary. I'm like, what is this noise? Um, so yeah, so we used to have all this American Eagle stuff back in the day and we used to have the card, the credit card, like everything, American Eagle. Nice. Out, everything. Lately. I paused on American Eagle and then um, when I started working at my current job, bless you, um, and it's mostly black women that work there, all of them had American Eagle jeans and they're all like the typical curvy black women bodies and they fit so good. I'm like, dang, I haven't really thought about American Eagle jeans in a minute. And this is right after I had my baby. So I'm like, you know, I need new jeans. And I went there and racked up on, on jeans. And these are like too big now, but I just love them. So I just still, still wear them, but I love them. The stretch is amazing. They fit your curves. Like they come in long in seams, extra long. So for me, that's super major. It's it's really hard trying to find jeans for tall women because especially with skinny jeans, they're, they're, they can still be high water when you have skinny jeans. So yeah. it's a struggle finding jeans that fit you well when you're tall. So yeah, American Eagle is definitely really good. And you can you can return stuff like it doesn't even, it, it can be over 30 days. As long as you have your receipt, I think it could even be up to like a year. You can return it and get your full money back. No questions asked. And I, I really love that. With that. Mm -hmm. That's clutch clutch. Yeah. So shout out to A. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Sometimes you gotta return. Sometimes That's you gotta lit. return. That's lit lit. Um, you guys have any uh, recommendations on clothing? Especially if you go to the mall, I would love to know because mall games change. I don't know about you, like I'm an advocate um on the high or on the way of just like doing online shopping. So I'm all for doing it other ways. Down for that. Yes. I love it. Oh, and then when I was in that store, I forgot the lady, the um, Trio store, I told her, I was like, this is the best customer service that we've had since we've been in the mall today. And she was like, well, the customer is why, you're, is why you, the business is here. And we just started talking about customer service. I don't know how I forgot to talk about that. But yeah, we just had a real life conversation. Like, yeah, you're right. She was like, I wouldn't be here and without you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, you can't Appreciate have customers you. come into the store and you don't give them good customer service because they're not going to come back. And she was talking about a local business. Actually, I ate there. That's where I made those fucking uh, she crab soup nachos. But California Dreaming, it's a Charleston staple. And she was like, she just went there recently and she had horrible customer service, but she said that it's always like that when she goes, but because it's a Charleston staple and it's, you know, they just go back because it's really pretty. It's a nice view and all that. So mm -hmm. she was like, we just continue to go back. And she was like, the last time she went, she was like, I'm not going because if I keep going, then it's going to let them know yeah. that it's okay. And they don't have to give us good customer service. And she was like, it sucks, but it is what it is. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like, yeah. One time or here and there, maybe I can, you know, but if it's consistently, yeah, no, nah, you're not about to get my money. Yeah. No. Yeah. Customer service is such a big deal, guys, regardless of what the scenario is, just do your best. And I know right now more than anything, there's so many people that just don't want to work. And if you are that person, if you're 
burnt out, if you're drained out, just go ahead and remove yourself if you can. And if you can't, find someone to pick up your shift or change your attitude before walking the door. Because regardless of the fact, you are a representation of the brand, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I always would like just find something like, there has to have been, had to have been something that you liked or some reason that you picked there. Just find that one thing and just let it yep. help push you through. Rather to exactly. meet like, well, maybe some, some places the music sucks, but just, just one little thing a coworker that you like, anything could just really help you get through those days. Cause whew, I was thinking, you know, it's just the ideal thing of like, you just wanna not work, be a housewife. Like, you know, it just seems like the grass is greener on that side, like, but it's probably not. They probably are not that happy and they probably wanna go to work too, but let me try it out. <laughs> yeah, make it, Lord, make it do what it do. Ooh, are you drinking a cocktail? I am. I don't know why, but I feel like when I have gin and juice, I just got to put it in a, a red cup. It just gives me red cup vibes. Gin and juice. Yeah, that, I don't that is a red cup vibes for sure. <laughs> it's a red cup. We're back on the gin vibe, back with the McQueen and the Velvet Frog. Absolutely love the gin. I really can't say enough about it. I really, really like the gin. So we ran it back. Would you I put it in a bag? I have a strawberry peach juice. And mine. So it's just a gin, strawberry, peach juice, simple gin juice. Shout out Snoop. That's all you need. Shout out, shout out, Snoop. Okay, Snoop, if you're listening, I need a second. I need a moment with you because Snoop is doing great things. He was like um, one of the commutators on one of the fights recently. And I was like, this is fucking epic. Like, if I were him, I know he is. Mm-hmm best life because he's getting so many great like um opportunities as a commutator and just like in different arenas and this is everything and I don't think he realizes how much people love him just as much like the fighter that won like I saw was just like so excited like this is like this is exciting so I think for him he's excited and he doesn't realize like for for them they're just as excited it doesn't matter what age they are so keep doing you snooze we see you okay and I cannot wait to have to go you. okay i'm coming snoop i don't know what we're gonna do but i'm there i'm for it okay. we mean you don't know what we're gonna do i know what we love to do what else do you do with snoop? what else you, you know you if, if i don't get the I, refill i just i, love <laughs> I just want to be in his the room. one of the best concerts yes uncle snoop like it's like snoop. snoop like i can't even like i just want to be close like anything get me close i'm out. should i call this the Uncle Snoop? The Uncle Snoop. That's a drink. Didn't you? Absolutely. The Uncle Snoop. We got you, Uncle Snoop. Um, I did. Um, I remember we had talked about, we were um, asking people what their favorite cocktails was. And one of our um, supporters on Instagram wrote back like that, that her favorite cocktail was a blueberry meal. So I kind of put my own spin on that blueberry meal. I made a blueberry meal, but instead of lime, I used lemon. And then I use gin. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kind of spice it up a little bit, had a little blueberries, every, all the other good jazz. Um, and actually shook my mint up in there. So it's kind of got like a little bit of a mojito vibe with the ginger beer. So I just kind of mm-hmm. add extra twang to it um, to make me feel all good and tingly. So it is pretty delish. Um, I'm almost out of it. So I had, um, I had got, I saw that this Red Bull has a new flavor. 
Um, I don't drink Red Bulls very often, but I really love the color. It did something for me. It's called the Summer Edition. And I saw a couple people like thinking about it is dragon fruit. And I, mm. and I was like, let me just try it out. I'm not overly crazy about Red Bull, but I mean, I've been seeing everybody like it. So I'm going to try it out. So you put it in the drink? Not yet. Okay. Oh, you put it in the drink? I'm going to uh. uh, pour some gin on the side so I didn't have to get back up. Hang on. So can you... Can you say what's in the drink one more time that you made? Uh, the drink that I made has gin. It has the blue, drink that you made. It has lemon. It has simple syrup. It has ginger beer and mint. Mm, okay. Like ooh, a, what's that called? I have no. That's idea. gonna be called. Ooh. It's like a a twisty a twisted meal. I don't know. It's ooh. Blue, blueberry twist. Blueberry twist because it's got that twist on it, y'all. It's lit. It lit. Yeah, it's a blue. It's a blueberry twist meal. Um. So yes, blueberry yeah, twist. I like that. Um. I like that blueberry twist. And then so then I got this Red Bull on the side. I really just kind of wanted to try it out. Um. As well, and it's kind of interesting. Like like most Red Bulls are very like um shiny soft and this one's like kind of like a matte kind of finish on the on the can but I do have some gin on the side so I'm going to do mm. but a gin with some of this dragon fruit as well so that's another um drink that we are putting together there and I'm gonna call that mm. what is it the dragon fruit and the gin Ooh, the dragon fruit and the gin because <laughs> um, it reminds me of like the queen and the violet frog dragon fruit in the gin i can go there in the gin so yeah guys try it out um and if you don't drink you can make these mocktails as well you guys add just some extra like soda water or ginger ales as like your whatever you want to add in there so just add your own spin if you like a little mocktail and you can't drink right now so do it up period mm, mocktail cocktail so um i text aaron today that it's national pretzel day i think it's so funny how these days come up like where the fuck do these days come up national grilled cheese day national peanut butter and jelly day like it's just kind of weird we should just make up a day Fucking National Hospitality Queen's Day. Literally, like, every day is a day for me. So y'all, We should do that. National that should be the, the first day that we start our podcast. But they have $1 um, pretzels. And their pretzels are actually really good. But this one's cold. It's probably been sitting here for over an hour. But it's still good. Buttery, soft, and a little salty. And it comes with a cheese sauce. So if you like cheese, you can dip it in cheese. But to be honest, you really don't need a sauce. But I really like these pretzels. They're like a cute, good little snack. Shout out to National Pretzel Day, y'all. Don't sleep on the pretzels. Don't Don't sleep on the pretzels at Sonic. They're good. Um, get you guys pretty tasty. Red souls, y'all. Get it in. 
Um, and this go round, we just wanted to touch on all things great. I don't know about you guys, but Hospitality Queens has been rocking with y'all for 15 episodes. If y'all have not been rocking with us from the beginning, welcome. And definitely check out some of our um, episodes when we first got in this thing um, to get to know us a little bit more. Um, we always like a good cocktail or drink or something to, to get us flowing, as well as good eats. I did a little post today of just like food and I was like, dang, I'd be eating. And I'm like, that is only like not even anything that I eat, but I forget to get pictures and like videos of everything. So I'm gonna be doing better so y'all can see all the things that I actually do be munching on inside and out the kitchen, okay? Cause I cook and I eat out. <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, I um, found some, um, some really good like restaurant stories. And a lot of them, I found some like Dallas ones. And there's a bar that's reopening. Let me see if you've been to it. It's called Shuttered Punch. Shuttered Punch Bowl. Oh, you mean social? Shuttered Punch Bowl. Punch Bowl social. social. Yeah, Punch Bowl social. Yes, I've been there. Yeah. Punch Bowl social. Okay. So it's reopening in, in Deep Ellum. Was it a good place? Yeah, it's. It a, looks like it's kind of like a an adult like arcade place. Yeah, it's like an adult arcade. I like it. it's two levels, very, very, very spacious. Um, uh, good food. Um, yeah, it looks cool. In that unique, like little atmosphere, I definitely like it a lot. Um, the bowling balls are like the small bowling balls, which I've noticed that like the more adulty arcades have like the small balls versus the big balls for bowling. So be mindful of that. It is the small balls, which are actually quite harder than- I've never heard of that. They're hard. I've done the small- I hate bowling. So I've never even known that they had the- Oh yeah. (laughs) Cause you gotta like really, it's like a, it's a real, it gets to a real science now. You gotta think about gravity. You gotta think about like all these things to get the ball out. Cause I remember I went to um, this place and they had it and I couldn't win. And so I started like trying to figure out like, how can I get this like gravity? Like, how can this work? Like, cause this is not working out for me. And so um, I ended up doing it like how people laughed at you when you didn't know how to bowl and like you put the ball, like you squat and you put the ball in between your- Like the granny. Yep. And then you push it down. Granny. Um, people laugh because kids do that and like it's not the proper way to bowl, but that's actually the best way to bowl with small balls. I was like killing it. I'm actually, I'm not that great at bowling. I'm all right, but I ain't that great, but I killed that shit. Because I was doing that, but everybody was laughing at me. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, no, nah, bro. Like, I got this dude. Because I've, you got to keep it on the ground. It's just the ball is so light. So get ready, y'all. It's a real workout. Like, I felt like my fucking ass was burning after that, ripping and dropping, trying to pick it back up. It was real. So Girl, I don't like bowling or small balls. So. Yeah, I'll be at the bar. It's pretty fun. Um, and think about Punchbowl Social, I forgot. It's part of a restaurant brand. I forgot the name of it. But um, they're known for their punch bowls. So they actually have like shareable punch bowls. A lot of mixed cocktails that are shareable punches. Um, and that's kind of what they're known for. But it's kind of, it's a place to gather, right? So they want groups of people to go to do it. So it's definitely dope. It's in Deep Ellum. 
And if you've ever been to Deep Ellum, you already know there's like multiple places that you can go on the same strip. So it's like perfect location. Check it out. Yeah, um, but yeah, they pretty much, they had to close obviously during COVID, but they had like issues before. And it actually said that Cracker Barrel um, put a $140 million investment into them in 2019. Wow. To like keep them afloat. Yeah. 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 Wow. With the um, expectation that they would open, yeah, 100 locations throughout the US. So, yeah. So they got to deliver. So y'all open it. So definitely check them out, Aaron, so you can help them out. Because <laughs> Cracker Barrel had to fucking save them. So sheesh. I feel yeah. like Cracker Barrel ain't shit. And I have another Texas place. And I, this one, I was like, I got to ask Aaron because, uh, I know Aaron about that barbecue and I have never heard you talk about this place. So we about to see. Mm -hmm. So the title of the story is world's largest barbecue franchise is expanding in a dozen states this year. So it doesn't even say anything about Texas. So I'm like the world's largest barbecue franchise. What is this place? So this place is called Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Do you like that place? Everyone say it's in Dallas I feel or like Texas, all over. Is Dickies not a thing in other places? Like Dickies, is it good? Here, no. But it's very like think about. Okay, it's not good. I don't like Dickies anymore, but I used to eat it back in the day. Don't get me wrong, back in the day, yes, but that's before I got other shit. But I would think of it okay. like the fucking right. of barbecue, like the fast food barbecue. Think of Wendy's, like like a fast food barbecue chain. That's Dickies. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, it didn't seem like it was fast food. Like three minutes. Cool. It's the vibe. Oh, yeah. So it says that they're opening all over the world now. Um, California, all these places. It does not say South Carolina, but Tennessee, Arizona, Michigan, Montana. But who knows? Maybe it would be here. But yeah, shout out to Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. I've never heard that realize. They have some in Tampa. I was like, I feel like I knew that they had some. They have some like in like the outsource, but it is <coughs> as well. So okay, what? Um, yeah. I don't remember seeing it in Tampa. Maybe I did. I remember the other one, Sunny's. I never ate there, but I remember that one. Yeah, Dick. Ooh. And this story made me think of you. <laughs> it says, which discontinued fast food items do you? wish to see back on the menu and look at what the fucking picture is thank you thank you somebody needs to fucking email taco bell asap okay but this is the thing this is like the biggest thing like people are upset about it like this whole, there's like thing. it's a huge thing like everyone is really upset that taco bell took away this fucking pizza like it's a real thing. They talked about other restaurants that were doing that, but the first damn five paragraphs is all about this guy, this fucking American, this Mexican pizza. The Mexican pizza was pretty legit. And I'm sorry, whoever did not like it, like that's on you, but it was legit. And it's, it's all about the crunch. 
It looks pretty simple. Like why? I wonder why. It's probably because maybe I wonder what it could be. If maybe they it's weren't the using their items. The it's tostado, the, the flat one. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a tostada. It's the crunch. And it's like however they battered that crunch was like a different type of flavor palette. And so it's just it just all blended well. And it's like if you don't want a taco, you want a little bit of a crunch, you got that. Like I could just get a Mexican pizza, just that. Like, I don't know. It's just something about it. Bring that shit back. Bring it back. Bring it back. I feel like I feel like we need to recreate this because this picture looks very simple. So what was it in, in there? Like meat and uh, refried beans in the middle is like mm-hmm. meat, refried beans inside. And then on the top, it was like cheese and like the tomato and stuff and like the sauce. Mm-hmm. Was it the sauce on top? I think mm-hmm. I used to get this when I was pregnant, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can actually, we can remake this and be in it be fire. Because don't they sell Taco Bell stuff at the store? You can get some Taco Bell sauce on top. That'd be good. Yeah. I'm going to try to make this. One is in the middle. My, like, make shit. Because they're just, we all too salty. So that's the problem. We we just real salty right now. We got to yeah. get hot y'all. We that's salty. crazy. It's Maybe they'll bring it back since there's such a, a girl. You're not alone. It's a whole thing, a whole thing, girl. So, girl, Taco Bell, <laughs> the crew, they come in. Oh, so I saw this on Instagram today, and this is our last story. I thought this was pretty cool. That um, Young Thug and Gunna, they're both rappers from Atlanta. But they went to like the like Fulton County Jail and bailed out everyone that had a, I think it was like a non like high like offense charge and got them out of jail. People who probably didn't have the money or anything like that. And it was just great to see the video of the families that were out there like, you know, embracing their loved ones and stuff. And it's great to see them with all their money or always buying all these designer splashing all their money they're doing it to like help their people so I really love that and I hope that this starts like a wave of more people like really tapping into those kind of issues and like in in the community so that was really major that they did that so shout out to them yeah that's dope gotta help your community people anyway anyway Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool I love that I love that. Is this the last? Yeah, this is the last full week of April. Ooh. I know. Deep, but that means Gemini season is coming. May is my birthday month. And I'm excited. I feel like my birthday comes around very fast. But this year, it's like the three is like coming I don't know 33 threes I'm turning 33 my son's turning three my grandma just turned 83 I don't know it's like the year of the three for some reason but I'm really excited about it I never I haven't done anything for my birthday since I turned 29 so I don't know I feel like I should do something probably like a small like dinner or brunch or something here um with my friends but I don't know. It just after last year, I feel like it's like a real celebration of life. It's like we we really survived 
a whole year of like uncertainty. We really did not know what the fuck. And we still standing. So yeah. and we were just talking about this yesterday. Like you have to live every day, like you, you know, so you really have to like celebrate your birthday. Cause I kind of got in the funk, like, ah, just another day. Ah, it's a birthday. And I used to celebrate my birthday hardcore all the time. Like my my mom was this, I was her only child that actually had birthday parties. Like I was adamant, like we'll be doing, like I'm doing something. And um, so yeah, I'm gonna get back into that and celebrate my birthday. I always hate when people say that it's just another day. I'm like, no, day you're born, like this is a big day. So shout out to all the Gemini's. Yeah, celebrate us and all of our many personalities are here. <laughs> yeah, celebrate yourself. Celebrate in this thing. Something, do something. It's literally May, like in a yes, day. and along with. I can't. Even mm-hmm. So that's um my birthday. Mother's Day is coming up, and I actually went to brunch the other day um, with my friend, and we went to this place called Triangle. And now we were there. I'm like, damn, I haven't been here since I was pregnant. And that's the place that me, you, Corrales, and Alex went. I think it was like the first night you were here you, when you guys came from my baby shower. We were eating outside. That's where we went. Triangle. And it's funny, full circle, we went across the street to that bar. And we were trying to go to a bar, I think. Do you remember that? That's the bar that Dash, I don't know if he works there now, but he used to, he worked at, he was a bouncer there. So like, he probably was working that night. So it's crazy how like full circle, damn, 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 damn. Like, oh, the last time I was here, I was, I was with Aaron and Corrales. And yeah, I do and remember. Now, I don't remember the name, but I remember. Running, running them up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So good times. Um, so yeah if you're in Charleston hit them up they have a good brunch yeah I love a good brunch. and cheap uh mimosa carats see I know I think that's what I'm actually mm-hmm. it's Mother's Day is on Sunday uh, we are recording this on Monday um but I last year I did a Mother's Day brunch um which I really enjoyed doing um, this year is going to be a little different. I'm going to, I, I think I'm still going to do a brunch, just a little less overhead this go round, um, or just not do a brunch. I really haven't figured it out. My, I have a lot of events going on on Mother's Day magically, of course. Um, so we'll see how that flows, but, um, celebrate yourself. I remember, <laughs> I think I told the story already, but how the lady had fell in the lake, um, that one time. Uh, that was on Mother's Day. So I have a lot of great Mother's Day um, stories and memories of like good and bad. I remember um, I was with my son's father um, still and uh, my friends went. Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah, my, my friends went to take me for Mother's Day because I was like a new mom. Like, so I'm assuming, okay, my kid was born in December, so it was like that May. So literally, I was like, my kid was maybe like five months. Okay, so my friends wanted to take me out for Mother's Day. Mind you guys, like I was a young mom. I shouldn't even be drinking because technically I'm not legal to drink. But of course, we're drinking, right? And I remember they had got some Smirnoff 
and it was like a flavored Smirnoff. I don't remember what flavor. Don't quote me on that. I almost want to think it was like an apple one because I feel like that was like my favorite back in the day. Like it was like a full Smirnoff. So this is what happened. So that was my first bottle. That was my first bottle of liquor was the Smirnoff. My sister's boyfriend got it for me and my sisters. Not not me and my sister, for me and my friends. Mm -hmm. And I hid it in my closet. And I would like put it in my trunk in this American Eagle bag that I had, this like tote that I had that had flowers. My mom would never know. Oh I have it in my trunk when we take it to football games and drink. So that's that reminded me, that took me back. But go ahead, that's girl. Smirnoff girl, is like a fucking thing. Okay. So had that Smirnoff. So I remember they picked me up that night, I feel. I don't remember driving. So I feel like I don't really remember. It was very vague. Let's just say that. So either they picked me up or I made it there, whatever. I, I feel like they picked me up. So we go out back then, like, I don't even remember. What was this? 2009. Okay. I don't know what y'all were doing in 2009, but <laughs> okay. So we went, we like, we left, we were drinking on the way, right? You know, everybody like a to-go cup of a pregame. Okay. So we got our drinks. So we got our cups. We got you know, we're drinking on the way. Boom, 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 boom. Um, and I mean, we're drinking, like we are drinking. And if y'all know anything about flavor vodka, ugh. um, yeah. So we're drinking it's the worst. Girl, the worst. So I remember exactly where we went. We went to this club called DMX, which is not a thing anymore. But if you're familiar with the DFW area, you know about DMX. You know, okay. DMX was ultra lit rest in peace dmx that's a cool name for a club it was dmx who who would have thought it was dmx and i'll never that's a lit name for a club rest in peace rest in peace and anyone that knows like y'all got to like fuck with me y'all got to hit me up because this shit is like mad good memories okay it was like a warehouse right like it was a huge warehouse they made a dance floor plenty of bars like it was huge it was a massive club okay and so you go there and you already know it's lit. I mean, that's when I almost feel like Dallas was like at its prime. Like Dallas was like on fire, like good looking people, good time. Everybody was dancing, having a good time. So of course I go there. I'm getting lit, lit, lit. I already pre-gamed. I'm getting drinks at the bar. Like I'm getting drinks. By the way, you guys, I did have a wristband. We'll get into that later in life. Just know that day I was legal, okay? So have my wristband. I'm getting lit, 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 okay? So then I'm dancing. Back in the day, that's when people were really like dancing, like getting it in, dance songs. Like Dallas has a lot of like dance songs, so we get it in. So I'm dancing all night, bing, 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 but I ain't drink, drink, drink. Well, I don't know about y'all, but when you have one too many drinks, on flavored vodka, your stomach gets a little queasy, okay? So my stomach was getting a little queasy. I go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm feeling some type of way. So I go to the bathroom and um, I start vomiting. And I mean everywhere, like on the floor, on the toilet. I am puking that baby up, okay? To the point- Like exorcism? Exorcism, like, eh, it's horrible. And back in the day, we had bathroom ladies, you know? So I guess the bathroom lady was like, uh-uh, to the bouncer, like, this bitch drunk, like, get her out. So the bouncer comes in. 
to the bathroom was like, hey, y'all need to get her out, blah, blah, blah. So my friends, you know, they got me, you know, they're like, all right, cool. So we all leave. I'm drunk. I'm puking. I'm, I'm the puker. So we leave. They take me back to my house, like whatever, like really good friends, by the way. So shout outs to them. We ain't really that great close anymore, but shout outs to y'all. They hold it down. Um, and so they get me back to my house. Um, my son's father at the time this is my man. We live together. You know, they bring me home and he ain't feeling it, y'all. He's like, nah, this bitch drunk. I ain't feeling it. And then, you know, I might have been doing some, doing some suspect things on my phone at the time. Like I wasn't being, um, I was annoyed, you know, you know, situation at home was not that great. You know, I'm gonna be very honest. And so I was texting a shoddy I had met or whatever. And of course, back then, I don't even remember what phone we had back then, but just know that it was not locked and secured and secured. Okay. So when I got home, I get home drunk. This, this dude is not helping your girl out, period. He's like, no, like y'all go deal with that shit. So he takes my phone though, and he starts, I guess, rambling through that shit, okay? So my friends are literally taking care of me. When I tell you, you guys, I am lit. Like I, they carried me up the stairs. I, mean, I remember bits and pieces of this night, bits and pieces. All I know is like, when I finally came to again, I was in the shower and all these hoes were in front of me, like showering me because I'm, I'm, I puked. Like they were like trying to get me together. They were trying to get me together, okay? Shout outs to him with them again. I just can't even believe. So the, uh, when they say that uh, real friends do the angles when they're taking your pictures, that's a real friend. But when they take care of you when you're drunk, that's a sister because yeah. not everybody's going to do that. Like taking care of you when you're drunk, that's a whole nother beast. So you're right. Like, yeah, yeah. no, they that really like they held it down, like no lie. So like they showered me, they got me like cleaned up and everything. And I remember like, they're like, all right, like she's good now. Like she's clean, like blah, blah, blah. And like this dude was still not fooling with me y'all. He was not, he was so mad. But at this point he's already went through my phone. He's already seen the shenanigans that was on my phone. You know, was not being a good girl that night. So I ain't do nothing, but I was trying to, let's just say that, okay. So he mad, y'all. So, to the point where, like, I'm trying to talk to him intoxicated. I do remember, like, I was trying to, like, talk to him. I was really, really faded. And so I got up and, like, they had put me in the bed. I had got out of the bed and, like, um, started, like, going to the living room to try to talk to him. Like, we started arguing. And then, like, I fall on the floor. Because I, I am done. I don't think y'all understand. Like when I say done, I mean done. So I fall on the floor and let's just say I woke up right on the floor where I fell because this dude was done with me. He left me on that floor. He was not talking to me. And then when I woke up, best believe he told me everything about the day before, which I vividly, I remember a little bit. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I came home. That's how I see it. I'm like, I came home. I didn't do it. And I wasn't like really talking about anything. And I, I don't really remember the conversation. Don't get me wrong. But I know my personality. I'm not like a a passive aggressive promiscuous. Yeah. Person. And so I'm pretty sure it was very light flirtation, if anything, because that's just not even in my nature. I'm still not that person. So don't ever get your uh, expectations up. But so I just remember that being like my first Mother's Day experience as a mother waking up on the floor 
having good people to take care of. Mm. But he left me for dead. And I and I kept trying to explain to him, I'm like, look, like our relationship's a little rocky. We have a new baby. Uh, how I feel about you. I had a good time. I overly drank. I'm young, by the way, like hella young. I'm not going to make great decisions this young. I'm sorry. I mean, no one will. And that's okay. But he didn't give me any grace room for like error, you know? Um, so that was like my first Mother's Day. So shout outs to all the queens that did help me out in that drunken moment. Um, I had a bomb time from what I remember. And I know, I still know the dude's name that I was texting about, which is the best thing ever. Like, I know exactly who he is. And it's so funny because how life works. You better. Full circle. The dude that I was texting at the time, because number one, I don't talk to a lot of people, especially if like if I'm busy, like in something, I'm very much committed, but I will never forget who this individual was. And like, I lived, um, I moved back to Plano. This was like years later, I want to say like maybe four years ago I was at Starbucks one time like doing some work or something I think this dude the same dude I was texting comes into Starbucks he works for FedEx he works for FedEx and I looked at him he looked at me I looked at him I looked at me and I know who he is you guys I know I ain't never gonna forget plenty of reasons mm. but I didn't say anything I was like nah I can't like I I don't want to go down this road not saying anything but he looked at me like, last time i woke up on the floor okay like i can like let me not say anything, but i'll never forget that individual so yeah. good times time. that's a, a very memorable okay i'll never forget that's a memorable mother's day that's an epic story Ooh. Ooh. epic y'all it was epic Ooh, ooh, ooh. So mm. let's just say I made it out though. Okay. <laughs> you should, you sure did. And if no one's had a memorable like Mother's Day, I don't know how many moms are listening, but if you haven't had a memorable Mother's Day, I say make a memorable mother's day because if you're a mom it is hard it's a lot of balance it's a lot of love it's a lot of things that go into what we do you deserve one day to just be like i'm going in you deserve it i don't care what nobody says you can't be perfect all the time we are not like perfect individuals I'm not saying you got to go crazy. I'm not saying you got to go get drunk and get kicked out of the club like I did. I'm not saying that at all. No, 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 no. But what I am saying is just give yourself a little bit of moment if you want to have one extra mimosa or if you want to not do the dishes, not do the laundry, you can do that. It is all about you and what you can do and how you do it. So have your moment, okay? Just saying. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Okay, and that's as yeah. as you see, my yeah. two year old is crying on top of me. So yes, moms, I didn't know until. I, I guess I feel like I'm so technically a new mom, a new mom because Jonah's only two, about to be three next month. But um, yes, those days of doing whatever it is that you want and just letting loose are very important. You need it. You really do to like keep your sanity. And it doesn't mean like you, like Aaron said, to go out and get drunk. Whatever you wanna do. If you wanna go to a park and read a book, 
girl, do that. That just peace and solitude to be quiet by yourself is epic. Like, just quiet, be still. It's really like all you need, all you ever want. You, it's just the simple things. You don't need any rah-rah. You really don't have to go out like that. But yes, definitely. Take your time. And do what you want to do and like be confident in that. So Mother's Day shenanigans. And um, I have another Mother's Day shenanigans, which I kind of touched on. I want to say the last show, but it was how me and my friend decided that we were going to have a party favor in the middle of our shift and someone goes down um, in the lake. Let's just say once again, a mother is just trying to <laughs> trying to have a good day. Um, and then last Mother's Day, last Mother's Day was mad special to me because it was like quarantine and I wanted to celebrate other mothers and I'm really big on just like serving others. And so I hosted a Mother's Day brunch at my house and I served everybody like when you come to my house, I make you drinks all the time. I'll make your plate. Like I'm cooking for you. I'm cleaning. I'm like, I do it all. Like I'm literally your server for the day. And I did that last year and I loved it. I bought everybody like gifts um, because sometimes you just need that extra love. And I know I'm a mom too, but sometimes giving and doing what I enjoy most is just as um, valuable as having it the other way around. So whatever you guys like. I know working in the restaurant industry, we used to like Mother's Day was like literally the like epic day to work. Like I remember I used to work on Mother's Day and I'd be so annoyed because I'm like, ugh, all day, like annoyed. Table after table after table, but it was mad good money because everybody brings their mother out, their mother out for rest, like to eat out. And I don't, like, I don't bring my mom anywhere. Like I'm a cook for you because I don't like to be around everybody that's bringing their mama out for that one day. I don't like to be that person, so. It's kind of like amateur hour to me, like to go out on the actual, unless it's like Cinco de Mayo or something, or something like that. I'm not going out on the actual holiday, even like Valentine's Day. Like, I don't really want to go out on the actual day to a restaurant. So, um, I, my memory's foggy, y'all. So, I don't really have any like, but Mother's Day is definitely one of those days that you're going to make money and it's going to be like, depending on where you work not everywhere but. yeah you can make really good money on Mother's Day um, super dope so um, say I challenge everyone like this is the challenge we'll have to post it this week challenge is do something for your mother, baby mama, aunties, grandmas, somebody that's a mama down the line. Do something nice for them that's outside the box. So that could mean you decide to go pick up roses or you decide to go make some cupcakes. You decide to make a car. Do something outside of the box. Like that's a challenge. Do something outside of the box for all the mothers that you know out there. You don't got to do it for all. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's really just the thought that really counts, like do something outside the box for Mother's Day. So 
that's the challenge. What can you do for all the moms out there? Your mama, your auntie, that's a mama, whatever. Like do something nice for her. And it can even just be like um, sending her, you know, calling her. Like maybe you don't talk to your aunt that much. You know, she's a mama five. Like call her, have a conversation. Don't just be like, hey, how you doing? Okay, bye. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? Like, are you coping? What is it? What are you looking forward in this next year? Like, have some conversation because that is just as valuable as everything else. Like, I don't think people realize the value of time. So do that for your, your people. Do a little love, okay? That's a good idea. Yeah, I think that should definitely- I don't really have any aunts, but um, that's a good idea though, to do that. Um, I think it's really cool. I, I don't yeah. I was like watching or something that I realized like people were just saying how you touch you know, we don't realize the impact of that. And I think that's so true. Um just even having conversations with people, aunt, cousin, grandma, grandma, sister, like people that you don't normally talk to that don't even think you give a shit is quite real. And when you give them that one moment, it, it means a lot to them. So um, let's try that. You never know. You never know. Um, also to all my moms in service industry or parents in general, I don't know about y'all, but I literally was in hospitality to the point of I worked until the day before I had Jahan. So I literally... I worked two jobs at the time. I worked at a TJ Fridays back in the day and I worked at the Hyatt place, which is a hotel. So what I did was I would work TJ Fridays for lunch. Then I work at the Hyatt place at night for front desk. And at the Hyatt place, it was fun because we actually were like, we're the barista. We was like the food maker. We literally did everything because it was like one of those small like hotels that wanted to provide all services though so I would literally be your check-in girl I'm making your coffee I'm making your pizza your salad like I'm doing all that so um but I literally worked I went to the doctor like you know regular and they're like oh, okay we're gonna induce you tomorrow I'm like huh? um so literally I went to work that night still and then when I got off of work, I got back home and I just cleaned and I cleaned and I cleaned. And so by the time I actually got to the, the hospital at that time, they're like, okay, you've actually dilated. I'm like, good, because I've been working because I didn't have time to really prepare. Um, so I literally worked right until I was about to have my baby and drop that baby out, y'all. Be out, y'all. About to be 13. Amen. Cheers to that. Here's to 13, another three. Okay. Um, yes, so very exciting. Yeah, I when I was pregnant, I worked two jobs too. I worked in a restaurant until I was like mm, maybe seven or eight months. I'd like when I started working at the job where I'm at now, I worked there full time. So I think I dropped down to like Saturday to Saturday and Sundays I think um and it just got to be too much because that place was like a fast-paced breakfast place and it was just a lot like I fell one time at work because the floors were like really slippery you know how like at the end of the day they t take up the mats and yeah I fell doing the tea so like you know a pregnant person followed with the whole tea thing 
not good. So I'm like, man, I got to just chill. So, but it's a lot, but it's good tips though. Because when people see you're pregnant, they're going to tip you a little extra. So you definitely have good tips when, you, when you're pregnant or a mom. Have, um, I knew a lot of servers that were moms and have like the picture of their kid on their book, on their server book. People ask them how old your kid and da, 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 da. and next thing you know, you know, a mom, everybody wants to look out for a mom. So they're going to give her a little extra. So moms be racking up in service industry for real. Like um, it just, it, because the person at the table, they remember their mom could have worked in food and bev when they were little or whatever. Like it, it, it's a whole thing, you know, sitting in the restaurant, plenty of moms I work with, their kids sitting in a booth in the back because they don't have a babysitter because their mom, because, you know, mom has to work, mom has to provide. So I really love that about restaurants because I feel like they're more lenient when it comes to that. Depending on where you, shit. depending on where you work at um, with that, like letting the kid come sit in the restaurant at a table while you work and stuff like that, that helps babysitters are really expensive sometimes people are just working just to pay the dang on babysitter it'd be like that so shout out to all the moms working in food and bed like it's it can be up and down it's a lot it is a lot the hours are weird they're crazy so it's a struggle but it it pays the bills though like food and bed really looks out like Plenty of times I'm like, maybe I need to go back full time. Like, but the benefits, the benefits are not it's there. The which it needs, it needs to change though. They need to change that. Well, some places so many offer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. It just really depends on the company. Honestly, I find that there's just some companies that don't offer it. If you ever want to do anything in like hotels or big box comps concepts they do offer insurance. So just so you guys know, that is an good company that you work for. Um, and man, food and Bev paid the way for me to be where I am today. And if it wasn't for me wanting to do more and grow more, I don't know what I would have done without food and Bev. And just kind of touching on that, um, some of you may know, I still am in food and bev, but in a different way. And right now always reminds me of why I got into it and why I'm so good at what I do. I love crazy chaos, but I'm good at it. Not everyone is good at it, but I am good at it. Um, But also I started as a young woman. I wanted to hustle and I realized how it helped me pay my bills, like literally helped me pay my bills. Me and my son have always had everything we need. Always got a car, always got a house, apartment. I'm traveling. Like if you know anything about me, I've always lived and lived. And I make sure my kid lives and lives too. And so Food and Bev gave me that opportunity. And I'm so grateful to be able to be a testimony to why people in this industry don't give us as much love, but to be an advocate of why we deserve so much love and more. So little backstory, I had my kid, 19 years old, a refill, um, 19 years old in Food and Bev, started Food Bev at 18 and literally did Food and Bev 
fully full time until what, like six years ago. And then I got into the corporate world of food and Bev and all different entities of that. And I love it. Um, I can say I've definitely went through the ups and downs, the goods, the bads, but I can say that like, it's my passion, which it's hard to believe that you can have a passion for food and bed because I didn't think there was like a thing for that. And I always would like make myself feel not as worthy because it's just food and bed. It's like, it's just hospitality. It's not like when you go to these corporate industries, which I'm in corporate of hospitality now, you feel differently about it. And I realized like, okay, there is a corporate world for us out there, but I ain't gonna lie. I like the cash. I love the cash. This corporate world is like a different type of beast. And like, I'm built for any beast that's gonna come for me, but I like the cash. And at any moment, your girl is ready to jump back into cash life. I'm just yeah. Saying. Yeah, before COVID, I was working part-time at a restaurant. Shout out to Momo. So Shout good out. if you're in Charleston, Goose Creek. Amazing food. And they're actually opening a new location, which is so fire. But yeah, Momo is so good. But yeah, I worked there part-time before COVID. And um, that cash, cash is cow. Like having the extra couple hundred every week, you know, extra five. It really like that helped me start my business. Like that funded my business. Like that, it's it's that for single parents who don't oh single parents who um, don't get child support or whatever. That's your second income. So that helped me so much as a single parent that does not have child support. Um, that that was my child support and that helped me fund my business. So um, the the cash, the cash flow, having that cash on hand, is just it just if you have a bill that's due, you don't have to wait two weeks or another week until you get paid. You have that in mind, like, okay, I just need 50 more dollars. So tonight, that's my goal. I gotta at least make 50 or whatever it is to help you pay that bill or buy food or whatever it is. Getting that extra is amazing. So if you're ever thinking about it or you need some extra money, there's tons of restaurants that are hiring. There's so many stories about restaurants that don't have enough staff right now. So think about it. Maybe you thought, maybe I don't ever want to be a server. Try being a hostess. It's really good extra money. And that's how I started being a host working at Fridays, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Aaron, but hosts, we had tip out too. So we would get tipped out by the servers and you could pick up your tips like the day after, after they did all like the accounting and all that. But I was in college at the time and I needed help managing my money. So I never picked up my tips the next day. I picked all my tips up at the end of the month. So I'd have, and they'd be in these little um, envelopes and I would have like tons of envelopes at the end, but that's how I paid my rent because I would just wait until the end. I didn't spend it all month and they hated it because I had, they, we had a book that we had to go and sign each day that we worked, but it helped me manage my money because I know if I got those tips before, I don't think I would have been able to not spend it, to be honest. But I shout out to the managers there who let me do that because that was my little Friday's bank. 
Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember just even like um, I bartended and we would get tip out for the service well. And I would just let my tip out mm-hmm. like add up, add up, add up. And then I'll just grab all my tip outs at one time. And I'm like, a hey, bet, cool. Um, it's so funny because I actually, this past weekend, I was like, damn, like how can, <laughs> how can I sign up to bartend? Because I really miss bartending. Um, I think I just missed the social interaction piece, but it's a different demographic. It's like a different time right now. So I don't really think that I'm fully ready like to interact with people like that, but I do miss it. Like I'm, I want to bartend like yesterday. So if anybody know bartenders in the future, I think I need a, few, a little bit more time till I'm fully ready to be around that many people at one time. It's going to take me a minute, but or if you want a private party, I got you all day. I come with the supplies. Hit me up. Girl, everybody's getting vaccinated. So it's probably going to be faster than you think, girl, by summer. We'll see. We'll see. Every day is a day. People are vax, vax, vax. People are getting theirs, but then there's still, like, there's a lot going on. So I just, I'm going to take it day by day. Uh, but right now, mm-hmm. I'm slow in there. But I think, you know, during the summertime, I'm definitely open to bartending. If it's outdoor event, even more so. Call your girl. <laughs> I saw this story today. He was a, a journalist uh-huh. and he quit his journalist job to be a server. Yeah. He's, he lives in New York. So he works at two restaurants in New York and he says that it's it, he's happier. And he actually feels, when he gets off from work, he feels like a sense of, what did he say? like like he did something like he actually contributed to making someone happy like like we said like he created the experience these people are coming together to eat over food share memories mother's day celebrations whatever it is and you're the person that is helping them celebrate that so he said that at the end of the day he felt like he had more purpose being a server than being a journalist I'm like damn you do have that's what's up and even yeah, too, like, like, mm-hmm. like you were saying, like how you're like, oh, server. I remember that. I was like, I don't want to be serving when I'm 30. Like, I was like, that's disgusting. I don't want to be a 30 year old server. Like, I'm not trying to do this long, long term. Like, I remember having that mindset. And it just so happened that by the time I turned 30, like that wasn't my main job. But it's really a good fallback. It's something great because you really, once you have it, you can literally work anywhere. Like really you can so it's really a good second job to have so I recommend everybody if you haven't worked in a restaurant even if it's a host hostess do that shit yeah you never know where you're gonna end up in life you don't know until you know and it's so funny because I think I went like on a spiritual journey what like two three years ago I think and my spiritual journey was just kind of like figuring out my purpose. Like I was like, I'm mad confused. Like, what am I like? What was I born to do, bro? Like, for what and why? Because I'm confused. And it's so funny because I feel like, depending on what you believe in love in life, I feel like your purpose, no matter what you are and what you believe, it chases you if you run from it. It will come for you. And it came for mm-hmm. me. I was confused on why me. And I was just like, why? <laughs> like, why? Because in my mind, I have this grandiose, like, I don't know, I'm on the yacht. I don't know, y'all. Like, I thought I was going to be doing, like, I don't know. I can't really explain. All I know is I thought a lot of things, okay? 
And needless to say, God was like, hey, let's go back. Like, this is what you're good at. I love making memories. I love being a part of memories. And I love the aspect of like being hospitable because I've always told myself, I want to work with people. I want to help people. But in my mind, like, that's such a vague thing to say, right? Like, you don't know what that means. Like, and for me, I realized like, I help people in different ways, even what I do right now. And I feel like sometimes I feel like I don't make a difference. But when I like get out of my own head and like, I will with these people that I work with now, I'm very real, probably a little too real sometimes. But they're like, no, I really like that. I appreciate you being very like, easy to work with and going because I'm like hey we're all human and we all got a purpose my purpose in life is not to be on this like pedestal of the corporate world that I can't be human no more no my purpose is hey I like pay and benefits but I'm still real and that's what's going to come first okay so if you work with me it's going to be the real lifestyle and finding your purpose within that is it's beautiful so hospitality queens you guys hospitality queens was not going to be hospitality queens just so you guys know it was not going to be that name (laughs) it was something it was something else we're gonna we won't expose what it was gonna be before because we're gonna we'll probably do something special around but no (laughs) we were we were still queens though we were still queens we were still queens you're absolutely queens was always going to be in the name of the podcast but hospitality came and I don't even remember I don't remember how it came about honestly I think we both were like we were trying to narrow down some things and we're like okay what do we do how do we connect how can we connect to you guys and we realized that we connected through one entity which was brought to us by hospitality and so we're like okay well damn like that's how we actually connected me and Whitney formed a relationship like full-blown friendship from food, drinks, experience, and fun. Like we are the epitome from our friendship just of like how it formatted of doing those things together. And I don't think we ever even realized that when we were doing it because we just did it because we enjoyed that. We enjoyed going to restaurants. We were like, we going, what we doing, what we eating, (laughs) it's a date. Like we literally had a date every And to know that we're here today, it's like, it's super dope because I, I mean, when we used to hang out, it was just like, I'm hanging out with my best friend. Like it is what it is. And I didn't even have a best friend until I met Whitney and we literally was like, Hey, have like, have lunch, have dinner with me, have lunch. We're working. And then we bought. You didn't have a best friend? Girl, I didn't know you would be my best friend though. Like when I moved to. You didn't like. Like back in the day, like, you know, like friends, like I had, but not like that. But I would say, so I moved to Florida, like in the, the growing of my life, I guess you could say, like I was 18 when I moved to Florida. So when I could see life for real, for real, and I became a mom, like what I consider a best friend. Yes. Like I formed Uh. my friends. I feel in Florida. I had a lot of friends from like high school. Don't get me wrong. Some I still, uh, you know, really are cool with. Shout out to Janice. We gonna hang out this weekend. Um, that's a friend from back in the day. But it was 
it's not easy to to keep friendships from high school and mm-hmm. I feel like the friends that I have kept from high school have understood my personality and I was talking to I was talking to you about how that whole personality shifts you know um but Whitney came into my life and I think for me what I enjoyed about Whitney and Corrales is that neither of these girls had kids and they came from totally two back different backgrounds and here I am just little me I got a I'm literally a young mom I'm doing all these things and they just took me for what I was and everyone that I met in Florida did that same exact thing they took me for what I was like I presented who I was they're like oh I like you great let's hang out bring the kid let's do this like it instantly was like hey I like you cool like it was no anything else and that's what I fell in love with with the culture because they, yeah like when he was like hey like we're hanging out like none of that other stuff mattered and I don't think people realize the significance of that like when you move to your hometown or like where you know a lot of people from back in the day it's hard for them to see you evolve differently and they don't accept you as you evolve differently because it could be very different than everybody mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, great. Like, come on in. I'm like, damn right. I'm, I'm in. We're here. Me and Jahan. We in the yeah, like, and- you got a kid? Okay. Come on. You can come too. Yeah. Let's go. And your mama, let's go to lunch too. Okay. Hey, mom. Like, we were literally, like, our Wednesdays, I mean, some of them were, well, majority of them were crazy. But we did have some where Jahan was there, mom was there, and it was like, too so and then maybe we went out later but we did have like family days and all that and I remember Jahan which is my son you guys he me me and Whitney hang out all day you know he's there whatever and like he go to bed because you know he started school really early like in his age three so he would be like in bed and then me and her are just cracking up having the best time in the living room and he come out like but we would be so like kiki like kiki like laughing about what the fuck ever watching tv loving hip-hop we would just sit and watch tv together just chill eat we'd always eat cook have food whatever Mm -hmm. and jahan but because we were so into it laughing we wouldn't even notice he'd bust out and he would scare us because he's like where did he come from because we were so like into whatever we were doing but it was so funny because he would always roll up on us like every night like y'all need to shut up because i'm trying to sleep i got school in the morning and y'all laughing and i don't got time for this like epic (laughs) he would roll on us I will never forget those moments because me and Whitney literally like every time and this and you would think we would learn our lesson we never learned our lesson you guys like my kid would come out all the time like like mad confused while we laughing and cackling he'd be like nah this is this is too much and it's we ain't doing nothing we're literally just watching tv or eating and he's sleeping I mean he's the school night and I'm sorry for the mother's day <laughs> you know I we was loud I guess he said because he came out and let us know well but when he came out we knew we were like okay shh. <laughs> we'd be like and we were like okay 
it came out, y'all. He came out like we. It was so funny. I remember like a couple times he came out and like he was so annoyed. Like he just comes sit on the couch. Like you remember he just comes sit on the couch, lay on the couch, like mm, and he just like in that night. Aaron had the best couch, y'all. We're like I sleep on that thing all the time. We that sectional. Just, yeah. That was my shit. That was my bed. My second home. <laughs> Johan come out like sectional. We'd be like, all right, he ain't leaving because I, sometimes he would go back to the room. Sometimes he'd be like, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> y'all. I'm saying I gotta, I gotta keep keep an eye, y'all, because if I leave, y'all gonna start laughing again. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so funny. Johan would be like, y'all are tripping. So shout outs to that because we just had a great time and like that's what i enjoyed the most is like even though we got on my kids nerves a little bit when he sees Whitney, <laughs> like even in like video chat and sees her busy he's like he give her the look like he give us the look like i already know and it's that's my dog <laughs> because it's like he knows but it's a love because he know we silly and he'd be like i i can i can dig i can dig yeah we can get down with get down. We just want to have a good time. That's all. We do, but we don't. We don't bother anything. We literally just want to eat, maybe have a drink and chillax. So she said, maybe Jonah um, is Whitney, <laughs> and he just got like a little taste of that. Which me and Jonah had a good little uh, kumbaya when we first met. So he already knows what he got into. So he's very well versed in me. So yeah um yeah I mean I'm I'm pretty tamed and quiet at this moment so he hasn't had a lot of like razzle dazzle but he's been to the studio a few times when I've recorded and but he just like his mom he's quiet he's cases cases it out and then after a little bit he got comfortable and you know he adapted so He's with he's with the shits, but it's Aaron's fault. She called him a savage since since birth, and now he's a real life savage. So. He is savage. <laughs> savage um, I knew he would be savage. But you know what? Sharni says that too. She was like, "You, what did she say? God, she's like Jonah's mom is not a punk. She's like you got to be strong for him because he's gonna have a lot going on." Mm-hmm. And you're the perfect one for it. I'm like, all right. The yeah, Virgos, yeah. they be knowing. The Virgos be knowing. They do be knowing, y'all. I don't know what sign y'all be, but Virgos do be knowing. And it's not like a crazy way, but um, we just be feeling, we be feeling the energy. We be feeling the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's so for real, we do be feeling the vibes. Like it's so crazy because sometimes like I be feeling the vibe so much. I have to like get out of my own head. I'm like, okay everyone's not gonna feel you but mm-hmm. I, I make people feel me I don't know about y'all but do you make them feel you especially as a mom like I am like such like a analyzer it's like a natural thing to be an analyzer I come with my spidey senses as a mom I'm analyzing times two then I come as like this crazy perfectionist psycho woman there you go. three so like I have three ways to like go in on your ass like 
2.5 seconds from both eyes like y'all better be ready okay yeah it's in me virgos are a whole different breed of people okay we are in the best way in the best way all i can say all i can say and that's all that i can say remember uh mary do I'm not a good person at like reasoning songs. No, I feel like that was a Mary song. like, what? Please. You don't remember that Mary Day, Mary Day Bly song? I don't know. Yeah. When you be singing the songs, it don't be, it don't be working out. Oh my God. That DMX song was like spot on to me. Um, yeah, I think it was called All That, All That I Can Say. I remember her saying that. All That I Can Say. Mary Day Blige. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. I don't know if I can play it. I don't know either. We just have to say we don't own rights to this. We don't own rights to this music. Can you hear it? I don't own the rights to this music in a little bit. <laughs> it's just the beginning. I can't. You can't hear it? Wait. Oh, it's probably because my AirPods. I can hear it. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. This okay, is like a good summer jam. I bet y'all, if y'all were listening to that little song, you would not catch that one either. <laughs> Wouldn't you be because, like. Well, number one. I'm not Mary J. Blige. I'm not a singer. I'm not Whitney Houston. So I'm not going to really be singing like I'm like singing in the shower. Okay. Yes, I don't know. But I know. But the beat she says that all that I can say do, yeah. do, 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 do. Okay. I get you. I get you. I get you now. I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary. Literally. Okay. Um. So yeah. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> and make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at hospitality underscore 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 queens. But you can also shop both of our stores because that's what I was thinking about. Erin, <laughs> we get toned, get your fitness fit and all your wellness needs. We get toned. Follow Easy E. Yes, Aaron, drop your socials. Um, follow me on Instagram. We get toned on IG. Follow me at get toned with E on IG. Um, I will be posting a promo code for Mother's Day. I'll have it up um, either by Wednesday. Let's just say I'll have it up by Wednesday for Mother's Day vibes. Um, if you need anything that you like and you want it in your size or you don't know if you like, like hit me up. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Cause I want you to look good and feel good. Cause I don't know about y'all, but um, I've been feeling real good with just my consistency. And you kind of can't tell my sexy to turn down right now. So I'm trying to get y'all to feel just the same. So. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Especially with like, when you work out, like today I was like dang I think I see some lines like okay maybe Here I won't eat fries like, you I know it's the guns for me though it's the guns for me I know I was doing upper body this weekend I was like damn I feel like I'm getting mad strong and I know 
you know, not everybody's like into like the the power weight, but for for weight, sometimes when you look at your physique, you can't see because you don't see all the muscles busting out. But you, it literally takes endurance and time to see the muscles pop out. But your strength is, oh my god, the things I can do on my legs. Yeah, the strength. Yeah, it's, it's your body really so enables you magical. like from day one of what you could do to whatever like it's really great to see the progression I feel like now I'm just now starting to like working out because I really I don't like working out you know like of course everyone wants to have that magic pill where you can just take it and eat whatever you want and have the best body but it's not realistic right so you're gonna have to work out and you're gonna have to eat it so yeah but I can't say that I like to work out every time I just can't say that I do. I can't say that I'm motivated to do it every time. And it's a struggle with my trainer. He's like, bitch. And I'm like, I just, sometimes I just don't feel like it. And I'm just here because I already paid for it. Sorry. Like we're human and I have to go do that. But mm-hmm. at the end of it, or while you're in it, it's like, okay, this isn't so bad. This is helping my body. Like, it's not like, what else would I be doing? Sitting down, not doing nothing. Like, getting fatter so it's really a good thing I really encourage everybody to at least try a trainer for a month because Mm -hmm. you get to learn new workouts because you can kind of be like okay so I can just do this and just stop having a trainer and just stay consistent with it Mm -hmm. so you can kind of find different things to do or whatever or maybe you can take a couple months off and then go back to them when you can so I think it's really good so you can know if you're doing it right, if you're doing it wrong, the form. That's the big thing for me because I'm always doing shit wrong or I always want to modify a version. Shit's too hard or whatever. Like I need hands-on coaching. You have to break it down for me. Yeah. Like he can be like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm like, what are we doing? I need you to do it. Can we do it together? Like I'm, spe- <laughs> I'm very special because I need to know. Like he's like, Whitney, this is so easy. I'm like, well, you're saying that because you're, a trainer you're an athlete you do this yes. every day you were an athlete all your life not me the only right. i've been for i've been forklifting i've been eating yeah i don't know how to do that i can't so i need you yeah. to break it down for me and it's a big thing because if you don't do it right you can hurt yourself and do a whole bunch of shit and that has happened to me so trainers aaron you need people like her to help you guide you what should I eat? Because he tells me you should eat this. Don't eat this. Don't eat this. At, don't eat this too late. That's too much carbs. Eat this early. You can eat that, but eat it in the day. Eat it for lunch. Have a salad, protein shake. Like they're there to help yeah. guide you through everything. It's not just about fitness. It's about what you're eating. Okay, you don't yes. eat meat, so you need to eat extra this because you don't eat meat. Okay, you're not eating seafood now. Okay, so you need to make sure you're eating this. Like they, he really helps me mm-hmm. learn what I need to do for my body. And I really love that. So, yeah, people like Erin, yeah. Erin, she's like a cheat code because I can just talk to her about everything. But yeah, like you really, just like she says, DM her if you have a question about what to eat, what exercise to do, she will fucking help you because yeah, I, I, she's helped me this whole time. <laughs> and But, you know, I've been backing off like the workouts and stuff like that just because I feel like people have been saturated with that and I've been kind of working on some different programs um, that I will definitely be launching soon. But also it's like, I 
made my company for like the average busy woman or busy individual because I'm mad busy, like for real, for real. Like I'm busy, busy, busy. And realistically to be motivated while busy is just not really a thing. So don't feel bad when you're not motivated. Do not feel bad. Why? Because you have life, you have jobs, you have, I want to plan for my vacation. I have, this just happened, my tire flat, like anything could happen. So I like to plan my life to know that, hey, I'm working for the people that are busy. So I like to come up with realistic diet plans, realistic life things, because I'm also busy. Like just so you know, I don't work out every day of the week. Nope, absolutely not. And my body shows for that. My body's very toned. That's why it's called get toned because I'm very toned. I'm not hella muscular, but that's also not my goal. My goal is not to be hella muscular. Maybe in the future, I might get a little bulky because it is on my bucket list. This is a weird bucket list thing. Some people can relate, but whatever. Um, but I don't want to be bulky like that. Like I still love all my feminine curves I think that's like the most sexy part about me. It's like, I'm very like toned, but like, bitch, put me in that thong. You're going to be screaming. Okay. That's I want, see, feel. I want a curve and I want a curve. Girl, I have like a- Erin is curvy mommy. Girl, I'm, I'm trying to get extra curvy and I'm learning. It's so crazy is because I think we talked about like body sizes one time and like, sometimes I'm a large and sometimes I'm a medium. And literally in all my workout clothes, I am a medium and it's flabbergasting to me. It like blows my mind because I'm like, how am I a large and like all the clothes I want to wear? Like, how is that a thing? And then the fitness clothes are like, no, you're a medium. I'm like, I'm feeling a type of way because <laughs> like I should be a medium everywhere. But it's just the way things flow. Um, so I do have some new products out that are true to size and a little bit. So if you're like, if you have questions about how something would fit you before purchasing, I'm definitely available for those conversations as well. Just because I do have a different body type in a lot of ways. My thighs are definitely the most biggest thing on my body and I can't fix it, but it still fits true to size. So hit your girl up um, and shop 2230. Like I don't have no problem shopping it. Oh, by the way, um, I need to get that black crop top. Do you have that black crop, the white crop top I have? You have it in black still with the hole? The long sleeve? Yeah, I need to buy another one because I have the white one, you guys. And it's like my go-to top and it's kind of annoying because I'm like, okay, you cannot wear this white top literally everywhere you go. I'm literally- So I went to- White tops everywhere. Brunch. I went to brunch on Sunday and I'm at home today. I'm usually at the studio, but our engineer is out of town. So I'm at home. Um, so all the clothes for my store right on this rack and I don't have the shirt right here, but I was telling my friends. So I wore these pants. So I wore um, this outfit. Everything I had on was for my store and these pants that I have, um, they're used like crochet stretchy pants. And I wore that black top with it. Oh, it was the one that, that we tried? No, 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 not that one. Not Ooh, that one. a different no, one? No, no, no. Diff- no, 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 it's not new. Cause I, that one, I'm, it's too high water. I'm, I'm too tall. Okay. So okay, I can't, okay. I can't wear that. So okay, okay, okay. can't wear that, but it's like the, the top you're talking about, the black crop with the cutout, long yeah. sleeve in my, in my crochet, like stretchy pants. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So I wore that and we're leaving and we're walking out and she was like, 
bitch, I need to get some pants because your, your butt. And I'm like, I know these pants, they give you like extra butt. It's clappery back there. I'm excited. So she gave me the stamp of approval, but I told her, I'm like, these are my favorite pants. I know my neighbors are like, does she have a different outfit? Because if I have to go somewhere, like really like go somewhere, that's my go-to outfit because I love that top because it's fit, it's snug, you don't have to wear a bra or I can wear a bralette. And even though it's getting warmer, it's still okay because you have all the cutouts and it's a crop. Yes. So you can still wear it with shorts, a skirt, whatever. Whatever. But yes, I do have it in white still. Okay. I'm not sure about the size though. I may only have it in small. I know. The size I got the last time. So let me check. Cause I actually just, I think my top. You got it. So I remember you ordered a large, but I told you, you didn't need a large. You needed a medium. So I sent you a medium, I think. Cause a large would have been way too big. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. But I mean, the medium you're, I mean, I've had to wear a small just to, for like modeling purposes mm-hmm. and it's snug, but I don't have any boobs. So that's my saving grace. My only issue really with smalls is my arm. Mm. I have a thick arm. I don't know whoever else deals with this, but like upper body is something like, you know, as every woman, right? We're always like focused on our glutes and our legs and all that. But like, I really been going in on my upper body and I like, I have a thicker body type. It's just my genetics so my arms are stocky like my arms are very much stocky and that's where I get the most weight but I'm trying to slim them out and I feel like I've seen a difference literally in the last two weeks of them spreading out like it's crazy um but I have something for you so bitch if it's drag girl I'm gonna get up in that thing I got something for you so I have a short sleeve version okay Ooh, okay so like this is a, it's another cutout and it goes around okay, so it's kind okay. of like the same but it's like short sleeve version okay so maybe like this one that. you'll get this one okay yeah okay, okay. yeah I like that i'm i'm dropping yeah. it okay i don't know about y'all but like you know how everyone's having hot girl summer i am definitely having hot girl summer i'm excited i'm here for it i feel like we both should we've been inside inside i've been it's inside inside to go out, girl we got to pink it out. We haven't said pink in a long time. We got to pink it out. I'm pinking it out. And I I want y'all to know that I'm still pinking it out very much safely. Me and Whitney are very safe. It's probably almost scary. Probably how- too safe. <laughs> <laughs> we be inside. Like, but my in the beginning pink- of COVID, I was terrified to go outside. Okay? Terrified. Period. Like, I am already working on my swimming suit game. I want, like, 10 swimming suits for the season. I know that's a lot. But I do plan on being at the pool minimum two days a week i've Mm. decided that mondays and tuesdays for sure i'm going to the pool if it is not right i'm going to pool every monday and tuesday and i know we do record on you know mondays but i'm gonna go before the show so i'm gonna be nice and feeling good because summer's coming my kid like i can get him a pool tired before the show like it's perfect and I need that at the beginning of the week. I have a lot going on. I need to start my week off zen and I love the pool. So like I'll be the pool well, um, two days a week, Mondays and Tuesdays. And depending on what I have later on the week, I will be going later on in the week as well. So 
Well, y'all know at the pool. If y'all been if y'all been listening, you know that I'm like I don't know why I don't like the pool. Maybe I'm just it's like the introvert in me, but I never go to the pool. But today we were going to the um, mailbox. Mm-hmm. And we were walking by our pool and there are people out there and it's a nice pool. I'm like, damn, I need to go out. Because Jonah was like, water. I'm like, I got to take him to the pool. Yeah, take him, girl. got to take him to the pool. Get Jonah, that so, life vest. I'm telling you, the life vest will change your life. Life I'll get it. Life vest. And actually, you know what? I'll, I'm going to get his first life vest for his birthday. So it's, it's next month. I'm going to get him his first life vest okay for his birthday so i got his first life vest and then just watch girl put him in that vest and let him know how important that vest is while he's learning go he gonna (laughs) he gonna be free that vest they don't even like they don't need you dog you're not needed the vest is life i swear by this vest my kid's been in the vest i don't even know and i Mm. Now he think he right. he like I I mastered this vest I got this so just so you know vest or life so I'm buying Jonah his first vest it's happening all right I gotta buy Jahan okay. one anyway so it works out so they're gonna both get vests because I swear by vest ooh we need to do a family trip girl I want to go to Alabama and I know that's Alabama thing. Alabama actually has a beach. It's called Orange Beach in Alabama. And I really mm. been to go for a long time. So mm. um, it looks very different, um, but I want to go to Orange Beach, Alabama. I've been to Alabama once. I mean, I'm down. Let me see how, like, we got to figure out where it is from you because it, it's, it's worth going. I'm just saying. I want to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I want to go. Yeah. And let us know. Okay, it's nine hours from you. I know your max was eight. (laughs) And it's like, it's it's about the same for me. So it's literally like halfway, I feel. Mm. It's halfway for both of us. It's about nine hours for me too. But it's literally, like if I showed you this, it's literally at the end of like, Okay, so for Pensacola, it's right next to Pensacola. So that's interesting. Yeah. So we could actually, if we want, we can fly into Pensacola. Oh, yeah, it's less than an hour away from Pensacola. Let's fly mm. to Pensacola and go to Alabama Beach and just rent a car. That's probably the same. Mm. Yeah. Let's, let's fly into Pensacola. Wow, that's very cool. I didn't know it was that close. That's pretty cool. Um. I want to go to Orange Beach, though. I don't know what we got to do, but I'm trying to go to Orange Beach, Alabama. I've just, every time I think of a beach in Alabama, it blows my mind. And so I just got to. Because, yeah, isn't there the, um, that show on MTV, uh, Florida Bama Shore or something like that? Yeah, something. Yeah. They have a little Luna, looks like. Um, So we will do Alabama uh, for a family trip. I am down for it um it looks pretty cool um so I'm down for that Ooh, I watched this documentary the other day it was about what was it called something about pills and drugs but it's pretty much about Adderall and like the history of Adderall mm, so, I watched that. deep it was really good 
I was like, damn, I think I need Adderall. <laughs> I, think, I mean, it told like the, the just fucking crazy history of like our fucking country. It, the place we live in is a fucking shit show, but it's a fucking shit show. It really okay. is. But like how people always like to blame everything on the rappers and you know, I think it's just disgusting. This shit's been going on since like the 1930s. Adderall is not new. It's just been called different things. It's been been around forever. They said they, they used to call it the pet pill. Like in the, like back in the day, the pet pill. Mm. And then mm-hmm. just got changed into different names. And like just to hear how like um, Ritalin, which is similar. Yeah. Then the guy mm-hmm. who invented Ritalin, he was trying to find a pill that could keep his wife who that could get his wife to lose weight and focus and be better at tennis and her name was rita girl the first name of the thing was was, i swear that they the thing the first name of the pill was rita lean because it worked she was losing weight and she was good at tennis it worked and they took the e off and called it ritalin i swear that's how Ritalin came about because he was thinking I'm he was dead. trying to find he was like a biochemist who was making something for his wife. Isn't that crazy? I'm not even surprised. That's the yeah. Rita Lean, girl. Rita Lean. Okay. <laughs> the story so, stressed me out. Like, why are y'all coming to all these rappers? It's been out. It's Ritalin, okay? Don't try to come at Future. Because it's Ritalin's it's fault. It's Ritalin. I know why they come for us. And it's so crazy. It's going to get us on a whole other tangent, but I'm going to make a small tangent of it, right? Anytime any individual will publicize something and has an influence on others, it's always going to bring more attention and heighten of negativity towards that way. As we know, in the rap culture, we have the influence to amazing things in the rap culture, right? We like Molly Percocet, wings, chicken wings, hallelujah, we like everything. It has such an influence because it's it's from something that we enjoy, especially in the minority community. So of course, it's going to have a negative name because they're thinking about how we can make Scissorb to be Black a form of something that is like cool. And so anything in the drug trade, which I actually love the drug trade. It's like one of my favorite things to study. Um, it is made a negative. And I re- when we watched, when you showed me that, uh, you sent me that guy that was talking about drugs. I loved his story so much because it's like all things that I believe in like I'm such a big like criminal justice drug I love all that stuff so to hear his perspective on it was so important because as America it's natural we want to make anything that influences others a negative we that's just how we are because we are we cannot capitalize on that profit in America and that's not fun we want to only um, represent things that we can capitalize on because we want our tax dollars. We are worked, we are paid, we work in America to pay taxes and to live. And that's the way to go. I used to do taxes, you guys. 
Your girl can file taxes. I do not want to do that shit. It's fucking dreadful. And that is why. That was one of the first things I learned in tax classes that we work to pay taxes and it disgusts me because we live in an economy that we work to pay. Like we're working to pay to live. And so if you think about that in a like a natural form, you're like, damn. So no matter what I can contribute to the world, I am, I am just considered an object in real life. Like I'm just considered as an object that can now add value to the world by finances. So when you work for these companies and you don't feel like you're, you adding value is significant, it's really important right? In food and bev, you feel significant because when that table leaves at the end of the day and they come back and look for a Whitney every, every Tuesday because she's working, that's significant. You work for a big box corporation every day. They don't fucking know your name to Billy Joe job, but you do one, you tell them no because that's the company policy. Oh, goddamn, they remember you and they write in a Yelp review and X, Y, and Z. So I take that very personal because we work to pay. We work we are working to pay our way in America as a society. So when we do that, please know that be valued wherever you are because you are working for your value. We are working and I have a huge problem when people ask me to show like, um, show me what you're working with. Like they wanna test you out. That is like my biggest pet peeve and that's a thing. They'd be like, oh, we're gonna try you out or we're gonna test you out. Biggest pet peeve in <coughs> the world. Don't ever come for me wanting to test me out. Why? Because I feel like I like to represent myself as a whole, no matter what I'm bringing to the table as what it is that you're gonna receive in real life. So don't test me to see what I can provide outside of that because it lets me know that, hey, I like something about her, but she still needs to prove to me why she's deserves this and that's not okay. If you like something in someone, enjoy what you like of them, right? Like, just like you said earlier, like, oh, if you like, remember what you, that one thing you liked about the job, remember that one thing you liked about the personality that you just met. I love that she was energetic, all right. So I might've got not the best service, but I love that she was still wanting to be here. The kitchen sucked. Her, she didn't have enough thing resources to succeed a grateful experience, but I liked her. So don't shit on her for the things that you didn't like outside of it. Just put all that in one, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense to me, but don't shit on them, you guys. And I, I say that from personal experience and maybe it's too personal. It's, it's real personal in my life, but don't don't poop on someone. And I I'm I'm of that. Like I personally deal with that all the time. I'm in hospitality. I love hospitality. Prime example, I got my nails done. Finally, I got my nails done. I told y'all I was going to cut them down so I can box. Like I am ready. I'm about to ready to knock a bitch out literally. Um, but in that, my service was extremely long. I was in the nail shop for about three hours of my day, you guys. I was- Did you get your toes done? Nails and toes. Nails and toes, but one person did me, and that was the difference, right? Usually, I, I've gone to the same place for a minute now. Usually, I get two. I get one on my nails, one on my feet. This time, there were short staff. I got one for everything. So literally, she took her time with my feet. She took her time with my nails. I can't really be mad. 
like I'm I'm a little annoyed because I'm like, damn bitch, I really do got shit to do. I'm technically I have like events going on. Like I'm I'm busy at this moment. I just took that one little sanctuary for myself. Um mm-hmm. I'm busy, but but I had to realize like this is one girl giving me all the service and she's nice, she's filling me up with mimosas, she's making sure like my nails and my feet look great, like no complaints, ain't no chip, ain't she even toenail is lit, okay? Perfect. But it was a longer service than I would have preferred. And I go to this place all the time, but I, I know the fact that like she did the best she could and she kept saying like, oh, I'm so sorry it took so long. I'm like, no, it's good. You can't help that. I just yeah. appreciate you, you not rushing my nails because I've been to so many nail experiences. I've been getting my nails done for like, I don't even know how long. And I've been so many times where they've rushed my nails and I felt so dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. No matter like, no matter what she decided, like I'm going to spend some time on her and I'm going to give her what she needs. And I'm like, I would prefer not to be here all day, but that's just what I got. Yeah. Feel me, refill me, and let's that's the new thing is the the drink girl. Because I went to <laughs> to this place called Nail So. I don't know what it is. It Nail So Get or Nail So Department. I don't know. It's just D E P T. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I didn't know that they had two locations. So I usually go to to the one that's in North Charleston. But I was about to record. So I Googled a place leaving my grandma's house, I think. And it said that it was on Meeting Street. And I'm like, what? So I went and Lord behold, they had one on Meeting Street. And it's very, a very nice location in a really like gentrified area of downtown. But I remember even the one in North Charleston, when I went there, they had like this guy, he was like, he was a host for the nail shop. I've never been to a place that had like a little host, okay? He had on a button-down Louis Vuitton belt, slacks, and Louis Vuitton loafers, okay? He was lit. He had everybody together, like, notepad, da, 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 like, checking on everybody. Like, he, and I was like, he was new. It was, because I, since we don't go into the office anymore, I don't, I haven't gone there. And that was my first time really getting my nails done since quarantine. So I was like, okay y'all are doing it up in here so I really like that aspect of it and then you get to get the mimosas while you wait you don't have to wait until you get your nails done it helps when you're in there three hours and you got a three mimosas yeah it helps it really yeah. helps I can tell I like that touch I like that the nail spots because I ain't gonna lie I, I'm gonna be I don't know who listening but I'm gonna tell y'all right now I was done with the fucking culture nails i'm just gonna say it like that i was done with the asses they was not understanding me they was not feeling me and then i stumbled on this place um i feel like somebody recommended it maybe um when i was working that's before covid and i was still working in the office so they're like oh try this spot and it was called nailed it's called nailed in dallas it's off oakland that was the first nail shop i went to that i was like all right cool i'll fuck with it and I loved it. They gave, they have a full bar. They gave me the drinks. They gave me the feel. They have a host. That host is a game changer. Changer. Like that's all they do. They are hosting. Okay. I went there on my lunch. They're like, hey, Aaron. I'm like, hey, get my drink. They know I'm here for lunch. Like they, they know. And then over there at the nail, they're like, hey, baby, 
mean? Like they already know, like, okay, she want her nails. She like a dip and she like somebody that was good. Loved nails. Now that I work from home, nails is a little bit inconvenient for my time. And they used to have a happy hour special. So like if you went during before 3 p.m., you get 20% off your service score. Sign me up for a discount. And um, so I had to find a new home. So quarantine happened. I started doing a DIY nails. Before then, I also had a nail tech, which I did love my nail tech as well. Like she was a private nail tech in a uh, suite. The only thing was her was like booking was like real sketched. When she got to cancel, the whole world fall down, y'all. I mean, the whole world fall down when she had to cancel. And I remember a couple times canceling and I was like so annoyed. She was very, very, very expensive. And I paid for the service, right? I really liked her. I love, like, it wasn't, like, great service because she can't give you, like, drinks all day, but she gave you her personality. Like, we talked literally for hours while she's doing my nails, and she was, shape was always on point. Like, everything was beautiful, and I'm a very aesthetically pleasing type of girl, but she was really expensive, and I was like, okay, I love her, but what I pay for, for my nail set for her is what I pay for nails and feet and a tip everywhere else, like, literally. Like I get nails, feet, and tip at the shop. And with her, I would only have gotten nails. Not That's crazy. She was that expensive. But I paid because I enjoyed her. And it just became mm-hmm. a scheduling conflict at that point. So it was like, I think it's just time for it to move around. Quarantine happened, whatever. So now I found this other nail shop, which is called Oscar's Nail Bar in Plano, Texas, which honestly, this nail shop is like seven minutes away from me. Mm. Seven. That's clutch. They have LED lights everywhere. They have a nice graphic wall. They have merch with their names on it right in the middle of the store. Like they have, the shit is lit. They have ring lights everywhere. They have, it is very plush. And I love that because it lets you know, hey, we know. And then every time you call for an appointment, hey, well, did you have a picture in mind of the design you want? Okay, well, what design was you thinking? Like they're going to know on the phone and they write in the details like this girl, she wants a design of this or she wants plain, blah, blah. So then when you come in like, well, do you have a picture of what you want? Because I want to make sure we get you with the right person that can do what you're looking for. So what they do- I love that. I always have, have a picture. If you don't have a person, like if you don't have a nail tech, which I actually do have a nail tech there, but the nail tech I want, everybody won't, y'all. She always booked. And I say, this last time I'm like, okay, well- I decided to go with somebody else because I love her. I like her, but she, everybody want her. And I do not blame them for wanting her. She is bomb as fuck. So if you, if you live in Plano, just so you know, her name is Hannah. She is amazing. Please book two weeks in advance. I'm already booking a month in advance for her because. Hey, Hannah. Hannah is lit. She is. When I asked, she did my Gina Blue nails and like she exceeded my expectation for Gina Blue. Like exceeded it and she was great to talk to like love it so shout out to everybody that has the host and all my independent artists that do do nails just so you know I know that you're busy I know that it's a smaller clientele but find ways to be busy and still be hospitable at the same time because I know that you're busy we are paying a lot more to be in your private studio so just say hey girl what what are we drinking today check that check that check that drink it's a little low. We in here for two hours. Go ahead and refill me. Go ahead and get up. Refill me. We're not going to complain. We need that refill. So I 
that's smart even the smaller ones they need to have that champagne buy the cheese get the andre like it don't matter we okay with the andre we okay yeah get the andre it's the thought and you can get you can get some little old orange juice girl like or just get a little a white wine every everybody gonna like the moscato who don't like a moscato i'm gonna drink it if it's there it's super simple go to trader joe's stop sleeping on your trader joe's i'm telling y'all i have bought like red blends pinot noir four five six dollars like it ain't nothing because i'm paying you a hundred and plus on my one set i ain't get nothing else you can spend the seven dollars on my whole bottle of wine why come on now i'm just saying and then get the little cups get them little y'all know them little plastic cups that kind of go slant out like that and then that on the side that's it looked all like it's, it looked like it's lit in that cup it looks it cool. that lit. or some rosé rosé is easy we're putting y'all on. so we're easy. putting y'all on y'all need to drop in the gym on y'all today and i need y'all to or any up. service if you have a store if you have a boutique if you have any brick and mortar having that complimentary anything is a game changer. When I was in college, I worked at this um, consignment shop, this high-end consignment shop, shop. And the owner, her name was Sunny. Shout out to Sunny. And she was like, uh, she liked to drink. She liked to have a good time. And she had a fucking keg in there. She had a keg in her consignment shop. That's pretty dope. Yeah, but it works. Like you can get your Louis Vuitton consignment and have a. a a nice beer in here it, but i thought it was so weird service. but it worked it worked it's the service you guys <laughs> and i think that's with anything that you do in life know that like everyone's going through their own thing and what they see as a service is a service right like for me i find it very hard to like love on my clients virtually so i find a way to like overly communicate because that's still love virtual mm-hmm. but when I, my clients are here in person we all in I'm all in hey how can I help you what can I do like I'm thinking of you when I learn your personality what can I bring to this workout that involves their personality if I can't give them something like I'm gonna make sure you're having a great time and that's important we're giving a service you're selling yourself yeah shout outs to you okay yeah sell 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 here's to you you're selling yourself exactly <laughs> that's a motherfucking fact so that's, but Aaron's, that's our um, Aaron's nail shop is coming y'all okay on on the real there's like a couple of business ventures um that I would love to give y'all right now but in due time I got some stuff you guys are gonna fucking scream because I'm gonna scream <laughs> fully out y'all are gonna scream and be like oh my god this girl is hilariously awesome and a genius for thinking of this so just so you know i'm all for the people because i'm all for myself and not in a bad way in a good way i like my services no i'll call whitney in a friend (laughs) not a friend (laughs) she's like okay wait what (laughs) wait what what happened and she'll justify she's like well maybe and i'm like nah nah and her friend 
Yeah, and a friend, I'd be like, why, why am I get this good service? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, well, maybe you get bad taste. And I'm like, well, I don't really, I don't think I understand. I don't think I understand. No, I don't, I don't ever have an understanding for bad service. Not bad customer service. Hell no. Yeah. But um, on that note, let's just help our communities out with providing good service. So say for instance, I know this is kind of a smart oh, ass remark, is if you go into a place and you not you don't get the best service, hey, thank you for being here today. I know this might be a rough day, but I wanted to say thank you for being here. That right there is like a shocker. I did that to someone, they're like, because they couldn't understand, they don't know, they don't know what I know. Because what I know is I know that y'all don't want to work. I know personally. I know, I know. So I and know. then one day one girl was like, dang, you having a bad day? Girl, don't let them get to you. And I whispered. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's that that like acknowledgement <laughs> or that nod or that like I or that something like that can get you through like you know someone else that that acknowledges you that acknowledges what you're going through or mm-hmm. whatever it's really yeah. could be all that you need yeah so yeah that's, I don't know about y'all but sometimes that's all that I need it's like that just reassurance and just to know like hey I do see you that's something I personally mm-hmm. do enjoy and with myself. So with the customer service piece, because I work customer service in like a cell phone company land, right? So I listen to calls all the time. And what I really wish, like I want to tell people who like have an issue with like anybody, their cell phone provider, a company, uh, whatever. If you have, if they have a customer service number, complaining, cursing out, being rude to the person that you're talking to on the phone does very little, very, very little because they just work there. Like Aaron said, we're just a body. We're just a number really ultimately in a corporate, like like when you think about it corporately in one of these big businesses, the person that you're talking on the phone with is at the very bottom. They're the workers, the worker bees, okay? They don't make any decisions. They have very little input into like what the company actually does. So before you are rude to that person, before you curse them out, before you say, well, what you should do or what, da, 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 I wanna free all this bullshit, free everything. My answer is go to the top, go to the people that can actually make a change. And that's social media. Stop cursing out the people that you're talking to on the phone because they're just people trying to provide for their family. And I don't under, I don't think people understand that when you are on the phone with these people and you're cursing them out, you're being rude, that really impacts their mental, their mental health, their well-being, how they are for the rest of the day, how they talk to their family, how they talk to themselves, because you, an asshole, or cursing them out, doing all this fucking crazy shit to them, and they're just a person, just like just like you. You're screaming at them, yelling at them about something that they have no control over. So before you do that, go tweet the company. 
go on Facebook and that's a good way and rant instead of calling and fucking up that person because you never know what that person is going through. People kill themselves real. at the that's company real. that I work at. They kill themselves because the pressure is too much because these people are calling every day and they're yelling and they're cursing them out and it's COVID. We have, we have family members that are dying because of this. We're at home and in this, and some people don't have kids. Some people are by themselves and you don't know how that impacts them from you, the customer cursing them out. They're in their house. That, that energy is now in here. Like we're all going through something just because they're working doesn't mean that they're exempt from having problems. So before you do that to this person, this single mom, this person who's a mom who's married or just a single person, it's not their fault. They just work there. They're just trying to provide. Go for the company, go for the jugular because you're not going to see any difference if you just curse out the lady who's answering the phone. Go for the company, tweet them, Facebook them. Stop coming at the people that are answering the phones because they have nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. They really don't. So like, stop doing that shit. It's horrible. Like the calls that I listen to every day, I'm like, what the fuck? Like people are just horrible, mean people that just call and they're just nasty. So ready to like, and I was listening to a call the other day and it was something minute, like very little. What are you going to do for me? I want a free phone. I want a free 5G phone because I went to the store and they couldn't do what I want. They didn't do what I wanted them to do. Just because they didn't do what I wanted them to do. I'm calling you. I'm cursing you out. And I want a free phone. If you don't give me a free phone today, I'm leaving this company. That's how people are. I'm leaving. What do you want me to do? A 5G phone is how much? Over a thousand phones are starting out over a grand, 1200, 1400. So you won't like, it's just not, it's just not a thing. So like people, they have all these unrealistic expectations of what the person who they're talking to can do. And you need to go for the jugular. Stop fucking doing that to the people that you're talking to. And that's just coming from that point because I just hear these calls and I just hear these people struggling on the phones to come up with a rebuttal to tell these customers. And it's sad. It's very sad. So stop doing that to people. Yeah. Stop doing it. You need to check yourself before you're rude to the person that you're talking to on the phone and be like, wait a minute, this girl has nothing to do or this guy has nothing to do with what's going on. And it's probably bad that I'm saying this, but go for the go for the head huncho. Start at the top. Google who's the who's the CEO, who's the whatever. Tweet them. Get out. Get all your fame. Get all your friends to tweet them. Stop going for the bottom because they have nothing to do with anything. Just saying, if you want a real change, go for the head honcho. Be nicer to these people. Like it's crazy. Like the emails and stuff that we get from corporate of trying to like pretty much save face and have like stuff for mental health because people are literally taking their lives y'all because the job is stressful from people complaining and people calling in and people doing all this crazy shit from someone that they have never met never met and they're killing themselves because someone can't someone called in and yelled, yelled at them today and they're already going through all this shit with their family and that one person that called and yelled at them and cursed them out put them over the edge and they did something to themselves like 
you really have to think about what you're saying to people because that shit really matters. It really does. So do that you really have to check yourself before you talk to people because people are going through so much shit that you don't even know and you really have to check yourself. Be nice. And we say this every episode, be nice to people because you don't know what you're going through. You don't know what everyone else is going through. It's the craziest thing. And you don't think about it. You're like, oh, whatever. This is their job and they're used to it. And this is their job. They're supposed to get cursed out. No, that's not a part of the job description to get cursed out by people. It's not. Exactly. So don't do that. Do not do that. Because y'all would be fucking, you probably wouldn't be able to live with yourself if you knew how much your impact of you calling a customer service agent and cursing them out, what it really does to them. Because I can tell you, it's fucked me up. Plenty of times when someone curses me out or says some shit to me, because we can't say anything back. We can't do anything. All we can do is just take it. That's a lot to take Mm -hmm. that back after back, call after call. So be nice to yourself and be nice to the people that you talk to. Be nice to the people that are at your grocery store. Be nice to the people who are serving you everywhere because you just really don't know. You don't know. know. That mean comment, that curse out, whatever can really change the course of someone's day but that thank you I appreciate you I see you I acknowledge you can also change the course of someone's day it can stop them from doing something harmful to themselves it can change the course of their day they can be like I have a purpose this is why I'm supposed to be here because people like you say thank you people like you appreciate me just by saying thank you by coming every Tuesday by doing whatever you do I should be here. I need to be here another day. So it really means a lot. As much as a server has a a job and a due diligence, you as a patron have one too. You you still have to be respectful. You still have to show that love, respect, acknowledgement, honor to the establishment that you're going to every week, every month, or every year. Like we have a responsibility too as a patron. It's not always on the people that, the customer service should be both ways. I think I'm the customer and the server like you because we had those tables you're giving it all and then the people are shitty or rude or racist or whatever like it goes both ways it really does I agree sorry and that was my rant that was that was a good rant I see it every day and it's so sad to like see it and hear it and it's just it's crazy that was a good rant enough to like as Whitney probably saw me like I'm like jotting all these things down <laughs> spark something in me because this is kind of like really like close to me and um you will get to know hospitality queens a little bit differently on that note um we are more than just your hospitality gurus like we've gone through real life stuff yes we love to hang out with you guys and enjoy good times. But what we do want you guys to get out of this show is to know that we have really seen it from the front end to the back end, to the side, to the corner, to the to every view of hospitality. And we really do want to make a difference in our community. So we have a great time. We love each other. We love what we do. But we do hope that this show impacts our community in such a positive way and so please know that this is only the beginning on touching on this one topic that we've gotten into Mm -hmm. because we are both very passionate about how we treat individuals and how you guys are treating individuals because we are 
the customers ultimately like if you don't work in whatever arena that is that you call or deal with in that moment we are the customers and so please know that we're coming from a customer as aspect of it we're coming from a worker aspect we're coming from all different angles and so please tap into us like email us connect with us follow us on ig we have so many great things coming with this platform of hospitality queens because we don't want to just have a great time with you guys. We wanna have a great time with you guys, but we want you guys to be aware of all great things in hospitality. Hospitality has literally gotten us to where we are today. And we're very, very grateful for the experiences and the lessons that we want to share with you guys. So tap into us. We are going to like expand on this topic like a thousand, 15 times over the next decade you're going to be working with us because <laughs> we claim in it um and so yes so I I, I want to say more but I'm like I know we'll go into like hours and it's hours, already late. hours of litness of this um but you guys please tap into us we are on all streaming platforms share with your friends connect with us we'd love to connect with you if you're in the DFW area please connect with Get Tone with E or We Get Toned. DM me. Let me know where you be. You never know. I'll pull up. We'll have a great conversation. We'll have a great time. If you're in Charleston, hit my girl Whitney up. Where can they find you, girl? Top 2230. That's my store. I'm about to release all this spring and or the spring stuff. I'm literally like building a little home studio here to like shoot all my stuff. So check us out. I just showed you one of my new tops. Hey, if you like the cut out crop action, check me out, catch me outside. Um, shop2230 is Instagram, 2230.online is my website. And then my personal page is Whitney White one underscore. If you want to follow my personal page as well. And then you can always, of course, follow us on hospitality underscore queens on Instagram. Yes, check us out, follow us. Um, you guys also tap into our personal lives because that does let you give a great insight on us as well and our other endeavors because me and Whitney are getting into a lot of great things and the help of you guys, we're going to get into a lot of stuff, okay? Hot Girl Summer coming a whole lot, a whole lot. real quick, but it's going to be an amazing real quick. So thank How amazing is it going to be when it's full circle and we're going to have a picture of me, you, and Snoop? It's going to be amazing. I just want y'all to know when y'all see that girl with the dance moves, it's E. I just want y'all to know. E with the dance moves. Period. Period. I'm coming through dripping. I can't wait. I can just see us. It's going to be. I'm going to be. I'm being a snoop. Y'all going to be like, eh. I'm going to have shades on because you're not going to be able to see my eyes. I'm going to have the shades. And I'm not going to be able to drink water only. I'm ready. We're in there like somewhere. Hey, let's go. Yeah, tech, <laughs> let's connect with it. us. Follow go. us. We love you guys. And until next time. <laughs>